The following podcast episode contains conversations about sex. Those who are younger than 18 should consult a parent before listening. Thank you. Enjoy. Porter, and this podcast is brought to you by Ronine Productions. And today I am joined by everybody's favorite co host. You're too kind, too kind. I'm here, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff in the flesh. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing all right, man. I mean, I can't uh, can't complain too much. I'm out here and um, I'm in Portland for a so month. So you're not so. here in the flesh. I'm not here in the Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there in the flesh, which is kind of weird um, to be doing this over, you know, a long distance. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm back here, ready to talk about some stuff. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So today we are actually doing the part two to choosing companionship. I know mm-hmm. a lot of you guys really enjoyed that episode. Um, so we got to give y'all a little more, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were actually, right before we started recording... We're talking about, uh, like, how we wanted to go about this episode, and we wanted to kind of retouch on friendship because we kind of didn't get enough time to do so in the last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was telling Jeff that, like, I feel like I'm in a bad place to talk about (laughs) friendship just because um, my best friend is kind of, like, pissing me off at the moment just because of her, like, relationship situation um and so i was kind of speaking to her about how i feel like a lot of times we don't actually like talk talk Mm -hmm. um unless she's kind of going through something with whatever guy she's talking to Mm -hmm. um and i was telling her because her and the guy are going on like a supposed break and i was telling her yeah break First of all, do you believe in breaks? Uh, you know, like when I was younger, like when I first started dating, I would definitely use the break. But then as I started getting older, like I actually hate the break. I think you either like make it work or you don't. You know what I'm saying? And I think like there's, I could see why someone could make the case to go on a break. But I think, to be honest, it's almost like kind of um, not manipulative, but it's kind of like, hey, I'm coming back but you can't do anything in between and Mm -hmm. you're still mine but not really you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. um i get why but now that i'm older i don't really believe in it yeah that's what i was telling her is like i really don't believe in breaks i feel like if we're saying we're taking a break we're breaking up because (laughs) a lot of times people say we're gonna go on a break and if we find our way back to each other i'm like so you broke up yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is not a break. Because if it was, a, <laughs> I feel like if it's a break, there's like, mm-hmm. all right, June first, twenty twenty two, we getting back together. Yeah, I, I think, and like there has to be a valid it. reason. Yeah, you could do it with a break. I think if you have like a, like a time, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
yeah. you know, like, hey, like, let's just take a week to, like, not talk to each other as much, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that I think is okay because it's more just, like, time to yourself. But a mm-hmm. whole break where it's, like, we're just going to be out here, like, not boyfriend and girlfriend, but still kind of, like, that can't work. Yeah. And then she was still, like, trying to talk to the guy and all that. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Sis, you need some time to <laughs> yourself. And I was yeah. actually explaining to her, like, how important because she's 24 Mm -hmm. um and i'm like ever since i've known you which was when we were like still in high school Mm -hmm. you've been either in a relationship or talking to uh somebody and Mm -hmm. i think you know you guys creating that separation and actually allowing yourself to be by yourself would be super beneficial towards you yeah just because i feel like she doesn't know who she is yet mm-hmm. because she's been attached to somebody for all of these years that I feel like are really important for you to, like, actually get to know yourself. Right, right. And, like, I feel like that's, like, actually really real. Like, I feel like I've definitely, um, like, myself and other people seen people that, like, almost don't have an identity outside of that they're with someone else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that can be like particularly dangerous, you know what I'm saying? Because you can get so caught up in the idea of being with someone that even when it's a bad relationship, you may stick in that relationship just because you don't want to be alone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was even that's... like, yeah, <laughs> I was even no, trying no, to like ahead. explain to her like all the things that like she should be doing. I'm like, mm-hmm. All the things that you do are reliant on this other person. Like, uh, I'll keep my hair this way because they like it this way. Or I'll look a certain way because they like when I look this certain way or dress this certain way. And I'm like, I feel like you don't know yourself. And even Mm -hmm. myself, I had to go through a period of time where I was just like by myself all the time. And that's kind of when I like figured out things that I like. And I had Mm -hmm. a period of time where I actually like properly dated other mm-hmm. people and my mom was so excited she was like i feel like i'm living vicariously through you because i never <laughs> dated yeah, and i was yeah, like yeah. Oh, okay um and i was just like i would go on these dates and i'd be like yeah i really don't like how loud you are not going on a second date <laughs> or i would meet right, another right. guy and he would be like um just a little bit too misogynistic and I'd be like, right. okay, this is probably not something we can fix. Yeah, Another yeah, yeah. date, I was like, oh, you're just looking for sex. Another date. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, going through that time where I was like by myself, maybe go on a date here and there, I kind of learned a lot about my tolerance level yeah, and like yeah. the things that I would tolerate in another partner. And I also feel like when you're yeah. younger, you're willing to tolerate way too much. Yeah. You know what's so funny that you mentioned that too as well? Is I feel like that's a part of the reason why, like, um, you know, there are some guys that are really into, like, older women. Because I think mm-hmm. older women have taken the time to actually get to know themselves, to get to know what they want. And so by the time that, you know, they are at that point of, like, dating and stuff, like, they already have all that stuff figured out so in, in the relationship i'm not dealing with your like insecurities and sort of you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like it's much more focused on trying to make a good relationship work um but when you were doing that were you doing that like did it start out of choice or was it more so that like you were 
forced in that situation and then you just decided to sort of like make the best out of it like does that make sense like forced to be by myself yeah like were you um like in a position where you were like okay like i'm gonna actively make this decision to be by myself or was it where you were in a position where you just sort of like had to be by yourself and then you ended up taking advantage of it i i was put in the position for sure Mm -hmm. um because at the time i had wanted to be with someone and they like were not having it Mm -hmm. and i was like okay but like literally everything makes sense for us to be together right and they were just like yeah but i don't make sense and i'm like well i i can't convince you to be in a relationship with me (laughs) so i guess you know this is you know just what it is Right, right um and then I really didn't feel like seeing anybody else after mm-hmm. that because I had ultimately fallen in love with this person. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, like, didn't really date or anything for, like, I want to say, like, two, two and a half years maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I finally was like, okay, well, you can't, you can either, like, spend the rest of your life sulking over this person that does mm-hmm. not want to be with you mm-hmm. or you can go back out there and, like, start to date because mm-hmm. I was by myself for, like, so many years. I wasn't, you know, being intimate with anybody. It was just, mm-hmm. you know, it was just me for real. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, okay, well, maybe I guess, you know, it's time to actually look for a partner since the person you wanted is, like, they're, they're really not having it. Like, it's been right, two years. Right. you got to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's... <laughs> But I feel like I feel like that experience, though, like, again, like, although it was kind of forced, I actually wish that, like, a lot of people would do that by choice, like, up front. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think mm-hmm. if people, like, weren't so quick to get in relationships, like, I think, ironically enough, the ones that they did get into would be much more productive, last longer, and be stronger. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times, um, I think I said this last time, but... A relationship is two people that like have completely different backgrounds that are trying to come together you know so mm-hmm. like if you're just trying to figure out your stuff and your situation while we're together like a lot of your um, insecurities and issues are gonna get put on me but if you have that stuff worked out beforehand we can come together and focus more so on the relationship you know mm-hmm. um, I feel like for me like I'm kind of the same as you like um, I definitely <laughs> like I definitely like have been a like a serial dater, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I and like, it's like a joke like in my friend group that like, I'm the one that like is it is like always in a serious relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> and like, I don't know like, and because of that, I feel like I I I for a long time had not given myself the opportunity to actually like get to know who I am and like what I like and things of that nature. Um, but I think. Probably after my last serious relationship, um, I was in a new space, a new environment, and I probably had about the same amount of time, about two years of just like not dealing with no one really. Um, mm-hmm. There was a couple of people who I, you know, spoke to or whatever, but um, nothing that was too serious. And I think that was actually like one of the best things because it like really allowed me to be like, why do I feel like I have to be with someone right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. why do I feel the need that I have to have someone to, like, be on my side to, like, define me as, like, oh, this is the kind of man I am. You know what I'm saying? But I think instead using that time to, like, I don't know, like, 
read or travel or you know what I'm saying like stuff that you know mm-hmm. that can sound like kind of cliche um, but like that is again <laughs> how you sort of build up who you are and sort of your personality is by um, taking that time to be alone you know that's so interesting that you say that mm-hmm. you know you felt the need to be in a relationship because I feel yeah. like that is an experience that more women go through rather mm-hmm. than men I feel yeah. like men are very like I don't need a girlfriend. I could just, you know, <laughs> dabble here, dabble yeah. there, and, like, you know, do whatever. But I feel well, like a lot more. Well, <laughs> it wasn't so much that I thought that I needed to be, like, with a girlfriend or anything like that. It was just that, like, I think I um, I think I just, like, liked the feeling of being with somebody. And I liked that, like, I I could, like, find joy in, in like, this person and when I was by myself, I felt like, okay, now I got to, like, figure out how do I make me happy? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think we don't really think about that. Like, as we are growing up, I think a lot of, your like, your happiness is based so much on trying to please your mom or your dad. And, like, their joy makes you happy. <laughs> or trying to please, like, your siblings or whatever. Or your teacher or whatever. That when you get to a point when, like, you know, I think I had just graduated college. Again, I just broke up with this girl who I'd for a bit I was in a new space so now it's like okay now I gotta like search and and see like okay well now it's up to me to make me happy you know what I'm saying not like a parent not school not like a girl you know what I'm saying but what do I bring to the table for me you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I I agree with you in the Mm -hmm. fact that I feel like a lot of young people should stay single as much as I feel like it kind of goes against the nature of a young person yeah um just so that they could take that time to figure out themselves Mm -hmm. but also like as you get older like I know when you get into a committed or serious relationship when you're older a lot of people say like you have to do the work and figure out yourself first before mm-hmm. you can get in a relationship and you have mm-hmm. to love yourself before anybody else can love you like mm-hmm. do you believe that me or i mean is there like a part of you that's like maybe i'm on the journey or i have had i've started to kind mm-hmm. of figure that out but i also love this person yeah i mean I actually, it's so funny because, um, well, I guess I'll answer the question first. So I guess to answer your question, I guess I would say, like, I do believe it, but at the same time, like, I think it is, it is possible to have, to love yourself and to have a great relationship and to not have done, um, and to not have been, like, alone for a long period of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's certainly possible, but I Mm -hmm. think that it just makes it easier when you already know in your mind my goal is not right now to be with someone romantically. My goal is just to sort of understand who I am as a person and to understand again what makes me happy, to understand what I like, to understand like how my body works and what I like in that department too as well in terms of like sexually or whatever, you know? So I think um, I think as in terms of like needing that time, no. But in terms of like, does it make it easier when you have that time? I say yes. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I, th- I think the reason why I said that it was funny originally is because I think the dilemma that I face, though, especially as a man, as a guy is, um, and in my current relationship, uh, I'm a few years older than my girlfriend, and um, and she is 
actually in that stage of like having like being in a relationship with me like almost like soon after you know she graduated right and so, mm-hmm. and so again like i think even in that dynamic one of my fears is always like am i giving her enough space for her to still grow and know herself you know what i'm saying and i think because i um am aware that again it makes it easier when you're not romantically involved to do that i think for me i always sort of deal with the dilemma of like you know, do I need to give her even more space to know who she is before we can fully take advantage of the relationship? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you're in a way holding back the way you actually want to be with her? I don't know if I'm holding back. And I mean, I don't think I am, but, but I think it's just always on my mind. Like I'm always like conscious of the fact that like, I, um, if I don't do this right, I could prevent her from truly growing, you know what I'm saying? And I think um, for a lot of young people, if the two people are not aware of that as a possibility, I think again, it just makes it um, much more unlikely that the person is truly gonna be able to know themselves well enough to not have it be such an issue in the relationship later. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kinda wanna get a little bit like more of your perspective on like how you feel because I feel like even in my relationship my Mm -hmm. partner is still you know trying to figure out things that make him happy and like you know how does he get you know fulfillment out of his life Mm -hmm. um and I think sometimes like as much as I want to be a supportive partner I also Mm -hmm. feel like sometimes like I have needs as well (laughs) right right and sometimes um Sometimes you do need to you need to put your partner and their needs and the things that they have to find like in front of yours. Like yeah. how you're saying you are very conscious and aware of the fact that she still needs to find herself and um I don't really like saying find yourself. I don't know why I said that. But, <laughs> it's such a cliche. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. But st- like get to know herself, the things that she likes, um, yeah. what she doesn't like, mm-hmm. you know, and all those kinds of things. Um but, like, do you ever feel that it's, like, burdensome on you or, like, you're – there are things that you may want yeah. uh, that maybe you worry that she's going to be like, no, I hate that. No, I mean, I, I mean, I guess – I guess I'll say in some way, shape, or form, I guess maybe we're all, like, selfish, like, to a degree, you know what I'm saying? So, like, of course, like, if, if we want or desire something in our partner – cannot or will not provide that thing for whatever reason of course we may feel a particular way about it but i think at the same time i think for me in particular i think that um that my number one thing is that i want her to um i I think the relationship benefits more when we're both at our full potential you know what i'm saying so i think for me like i'm willing to put her first let her be able to figure out exactly like what she what she wants and sort of who she is as an, as an individual without me um, in order to allow the relationship to actually blossom to what it can actually be, you know what I'm saying? And I think um, that takes a lot of like patience, I think, but I think that is sort of what it takes to have a, in my eyes, a fulfilling, great, long lasting relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And okay. I mean, I, I guess wonder- like, do you feel though that like you, um, like, do you feel that in your relationship, let's say, that that um, has been an issue at all? Like, that dynamic? 
Um, it it has been challenging, mm-hmm. um, just because I feel like um, in a relationship you want the two of you to be happy, mm-hmm. and some of that happiness you have to create on your own, and then you know you hope that your partner will kind of add and you know let your cup runneth over, you know. Right. Um, right. And I feel like sometimes because that is a challenge that we're having, that sometimes, I'm saying sometimes a lot. I'm trying to figure out how to (laughs) articulate this the best way. Um, But just that, like, because your partner may, and I guess you could broaden this to even, like, partners with mental health issues and all that stuff, but because Mm -hmm. your partner needs so much um, support sometimes, sometimes Mm -hmm. you feel like you're wants or needs or your feeling of being wanted isn't mm-hmm. there because you're trying to be supportive for your partner. Does that oh, make sense? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And so, I like, mean, yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just, a, like, I really want to feel wanted and desired by you, but because mm-hmm. they're kind of, like, trying to deal with something, mm-hmm. you know, there's that period of time where you're like, yeah, I just, I don't feel like you want to be with me. Yeah. And it may not even that's may not even be the case, but because of just the atmosphere of the relationship, that may be the feeling that's uh, kind of building up, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, that's kind of going back to even what you were saying in terms of like your friend and, and sort of her relationship, not to bring it like all the way back on her, but just the <laughs> idea of like, you know, and again, maybe I changed my mind, like maybe in this case, for example, um, if if people decide, you know what, we're gonna take a break because I'm realizing that you still have some things to figure out and I feel like I still have some things that you're not fulfilling. Not that I'm gonna date someone else, but just that I think um, I need to sort of distance myself from the expectation of you filling that role. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And in that way, I think when we come back together, it's actually gonna be improved because you'll have figured out your stuff and I will have um, now the ability to have you um, fulfill that role. So I think um, I think in that way, a break almost takes place of the idea of, again, as we were saying, um, having that period of time to figure your stuff out before you get in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think it's one or the other. It's like either you're gonna figure it out before the relationship, either you're gonna take a break or you're gonna to have to deal with it in the course of the relationship, which again, you can do, but again, it's just gonna be a bit harder. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but I'm also interested too, like, what do you think like are some things that you would recommend for people, especially young people, to like have figured out before they actually like commit to somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like, what would you recommend for like, I don't know, someone that's like 18 or 17, like about the date, you know? Um. Oh my goodness. Well, I would say like figure out like what what your ideal partner would be. Like mm-hmm. I really like the idea of um like writing down like everything you want and then mm-hmm. like figuring out what your non-negotiables are. Mm-hmm. Um so like maybe you want a partner that is uh, 
I don't know. Let's say you want a partner that's six feet tall. Oh, so bro, maybe... I was just going to say, I'm like, yo, you better not say six foot. Because <laughs> <laughs> look, a lot, look, 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 look. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, bro. And I'm going to sound like a short dude. I'm not a short dude. I'm a very tall dude. But, uh, but I, don't know, I think. Very uh, tall, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tall than average. But the thing that I think is um, it's kind of funny with that is I feel like. I feel like when it comes to like the things that people write down like on their list, I think sometimes it, it actually could actually backfire. You know what I'm saying? Like it no, could prevent you from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I agree with you. Yeah, I'm just uh, using six feet as an example. Okay, Please okay, do okay. not put six feet on your <laughs> list. We love our short kings, okay? Um, <laughs> but let's say your thing is you want a six feet tall man. Yeah. yeah. Don't go out of your way to and that's like a non-negotiable for you. So you're not yeah. going to go out of your way to date somebody that is 5'4". Mm-hmm. Right? I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if the if the six foot tall is a non-negotiable, that is a, not a non-negotiable for me. I've just been kind of lucky. Mm. Um, but <laughs> if that is your non-negotiable, then mm-hmm. don't negotiate on that. And you need to figure mm-hmm. out what your non-negotiables are. So are mm-hmm. you looking for a caring partner? Are you looking for somebody that is adventurous like you are you looking for somebody to kind of balance you out um are you looking you know those kinds of things Mm -hmm. and then also i think it's important to understand like what what can you also give to the relationship yes so not just uh i want somebody that's six foot tall that cares Mm -hmm. about me that makes a lot of money but also like I am a caring person. I am a mm-hmm. kind person. Um, I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I uh, make my own money. Mm-hmm. I, you know, all of those things. Because I think, especially in today's society, nobody wants to be in a relationship where they feel like their partner is dependent on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. But I think that's it's dependent on them not even just financially but like even emotionally in any like, way yeah yeah like i think i don't know like i think there's something that's actually like unattractive and I, and i think i've actually been in this kind of relationship where the person literally relied on me for their happiness and i think in the beginning especially as a guy you feel good because you're like oh i make her feel happy da, da, da. but at the mm-hmm. same time it's like that kind of burden where that person can't even find happiness without you is not a it's not a um, place that as a man you want to be in you know what i'm saying and a mm-hmm. person like that that you're dealing with i feel like there's going to be st- like there's going to be so much to uncover in terms of like who this person is and because they have such little idea of who they are and what they like and like who they are like as a person it does not um it is not able you to really truly have a great fulfilling relationship where your needs are met as much as theirs are you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess I would just say that I agree with that 100%. Yeah. And then also, obviously, what comes with a relationship as you're older, I'm not going to encourage the young people, but as you're older, is like mm-hmm. sex comes with a relationship. So yeah. maybe there are things that when you're by yourself, you would like to, you know, masturbate. Maybe figure out what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, figure out the things that help you to orgasm and whatever oh boy (laughs) and then bring that to your relationship because i think yeah (laughs) because i think (laughs) 
um, also a lot of young people start having sex very young and mm-hmm. they become reliant on an unknowledgeable partner as well and they're yeah. both just like I don't know what's supposed to be happening I think this is what we're supposed to be doing and yeah. then those people grow up to become adults that have never orgasmed before specifically women mm-hmm. or that don't know what they like or mm-hmm. um have grown into whatever it is that their partner likes and they just mm-hmm. think that they like it yeah or too I, I think like just to add to that too as well I think um not understanding like what even sex is and I think I say that to say that like you don't even kind of realize um that there's more than one way to do that you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I think if, if if you grow up um having very little idea again of like what your body is what your body looks like even um having very little and limited idea of like what makes you feel good and you're relying on this other person who has a completely different anatomy and knowledge bank than you do to mm-hmm. try and have to figure you out when you when you have not even figured you out yet I th- and then you guys um you know are physical I think that results in a type of relationship in which um again you're just very limited in your knowledge and your ability to really truly get to a really um fulfilling sex life um and then two as well I think um one thing that I just want to mention too as well, I think for for guys especially, I think I would say, um, you know, apart from, you know, having to understand, you know, like yourself and your body and who you are, I will say too as well, I think I would, um, or at least I had the advice given to me before when I was younger, is to figure out who you are, what you like, um, and when it comes to like your body, sort of what, what your body is into, like what your body likes without the influence of like other media if that makes sense (laughs) you know um and i guess i say that because especially for guys i think like society sort of gives us a very like um mcdonald's version of like our sexuality like it's very quick and it's very like you know easy and Mm -hmm. you know there's really no thought behind it and I think when we are taught that from a young age, it makes us extremely lazy and it makes us extremely like prone to not want to learn, to try, to explore, mm-hmm. to um, put someone else's feelings and pleasure first before ours. Um, and it puts us in a space where, again, we're not having the matchup where we have, again, as you're just, st- as you're just saying, the statistics which show that men are having orgasms, but the women are not. I think that's a direct result of the type of... Um, stuff that we feed our young men in terms of again how they explore their body which again is very like microwave version mm-hmm. um so i'll say for guys too it's very important for you again like to to explore and to um get to know yourself to be happy with your body outside of the influence again of media outside of the influence of how to say it outside of porn you know um because all of that again is very um it's made to be commercial it's made to be not real and to not reflect again Mm -hmm. what um the actuality is you know so yeah and also for young women i think Mm -hmm. even if their partner has only had one other partner and maybe Mm -hmm. that partner hasn't been very vocal or doesn't know what they like so they're just again playing a guessing game with each other and nobody wants to say anything because it's embarrassing Mm -hmm. um so I think young women need to take the time to figure out 
what they also actually like and take the time to explore yourself because again there are different things than what you may see in porn that can actually help you get to where you're going um and i think a lot of women are just not aware of it and then they settle for never orgasming Mm -hmm. or they can only do it by themselves and they don't know how to communicate that with their partner Mm -hmm. right 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 um yeah i mean again i think the physical part is sort of one dimension i think that um you can't ignore as well when it comes to again trying to um trying to take that time again to figure out again what makes you happy um and i think too as well just to kind of go to your point about like uh, you know um (laughs) how even for um, women and men who, let's say, may not even have that much experience, I think that's okay, but I think at the same time to um, be open to learning as you go forward, right? And be Mm -hmm. open to reading about certain things and open to hearing things from your partner about what they would like or what they don't like and things of that nature as well. Don't be a selfish Um, lover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't be a selfish lover. Um, but at the same time, be- again, before you even get to that point, again, as I would say is, again, focus on yourself in terms of, again, trying to understand what your body even is. We have this amazing um, structure that houses our spirit, we'll say. And, you know, it's it's okay to be able to um, explore and to really get to know what that amazing thing that is your body, what that can actually do, you know? Um on top of again trying to understand how you are emotionally how you can be an emotionally mature person how you can actually Mm -hmm. find happiness within yourself all these things are all sort of interconnected together so it's not just one over the other but they're all together and i think if if a young person is able to um take grasp of all these things they put themselves in a much better position to be able to be in a fulfilling relationship going down the line for sure i agree yeah so let's say we do all these things, right? We did the work. We spent the time being signal. We know yeah. what we like. We know what makes us orgasm. Mm-hmm. You know, we know how to be a supportive and good partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of wanted to talk about down the line, you've been in mm-hmm. a committed relationship for a while. Maybe you guys mm-hmm. live together and whatever. Um, and kind of your next step to progress the relationship would be Marriage, um, mm-hmm. and that is a conversation that is happening a lot in my family. A conversation yeah. that's happening in my own relationship, um, and that kind of stuff. And I noticed that a lot of men are very hesitant to mm-hmm. make the commitment of marriage to somebody, whatever the mm-hmm. reason may be. And maybe Jeffrey, you can enlighten us a little. Mm-hmm. Um, when it is something that women really want, even mm. though it seems that marriage benefits men way more than it does women. <clears throat> Wherein Interesting. men yeah, live longer if they're mm. married statistically, um, mm. men are happier statistically if they're married, whereas women kind of... I mean, even just listening to women speak, a lot of times they end up in marriages where uh, they may not be happy or may not be feeling heard by their Mm -hmm. partner, or um, they may have kids and find out that their partner is purposefully incompetent 
when it comes to the children, Mm -hmm. um, thus making them unhappy, or maybe their partner is a selfish lover, or maybe Mm -hmm. their partner, whatever the case may be, it doesn't really seem like, uh, besides like what, I guess, financial stability, if that Mm -hmm. is even really a huge factor anymore now that women are (laughs) so far into the workforce. but that would seem to be the only real benefit um, mm-hmm. to marriage for women. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I'm just trying to understand why men are so hesitant to get married when statistically it shows that it is better for them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, I, <laughs> I think I think I would have to look at some of the stats. I again, I, I think that in general. Um, I think in general I say that I think it's less so the marriage itself and more so the idea of what comes with it and the expectation that comes with it. Um, again, I can't speak for all men necessarily, but I think I would say that um, like the expectations that come with marriage I think are a bit different when it comes to men and women, especially the idea that like for you know men for a long time, let's say like in history, you know, the idea of marriage was very much tied to sex, right? So, like, the person that you, um, you know, like you just said about the idea of, like, virginity. And, again, I think I, I, um, I think we can speak even culturally about the importance of virginity. But I think even looking, again, just historically, like, the whole point of that was the idea that the person that you were going to have sex with is going to be your husband, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but fast-forwarding now, where I think, like, a lot of men, I think, um, don't necessarily have to wait for marriage to have sex, don't necessarily have to, you know, really get any, um, <laughs> don't really necessarily have anything to look forward to, I think, in in um, in a very, like, superficial sense when it comes to marriage. But what we're taught in the media is that marriage comes with the um, responsibility of now you are the man of the house, you are the breadwinner. Um, you have to be able to provide, to protect, to be in a mature enough position to be able to allow the woman and children to be able to thrive and survive. And I think that's a lot of weight. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, I can I can still enjoy all the pleasures of quote-unquote marriage without getting married, right? I can still, you know, again, uh, indulge in the physical aspect. I can live with you. I can... Um, go on dates with you, I can have kids with you and everything, you know what I'm saying? So when we talk about getting into a marriage, um, all that's going to bring in my mind is expectation and responsibility and things that I may not feel that I'm ready for, you know? Um, so I think it's much more to do with the level of responsibility and sort of the and, and the unspoken um, uh, expectations that come with it than it is the actual marriage itself, if, the, if that makes sense. So... Okay, so if you're able to have kids and be in a relationship outside of marriage, mm-hmm. where where does that responsibility uh, change happen? Because if you're having a kid with me and you're in a committed mm-hmm. relationship with me, why, and we're like living together and everything, like right. we have everything but me being able to say you are my husband and I am your wife. Mm-hmm. What is, where is, does the, the, the flip switch, like, because if that is, if you are doing everything, if you mm-hmm. are, um, 
and for some households, I guess the breadwinner, um, for others, you are the second income. Like, if you are doing all of that, you are fathering children, you are in a committed relationship, why why not get married? Because of what comes with it. I, again, I think, like, I am already attaining what I believe is a good part of marriage, right? Again, like, again, going back to the historical part. Beforehand, I had to wait. Like, this person would make me wait for however long to get physical. They would wait for however long for us to move in together however long for us to have kids and all that stuff, all the good and the joys that would come with marriage traditionally. But now that I can get all that without the label of marriage, without the quote unquote responsibility of marriage, without the pressure of marriage, why would I then go get married? You know what I'm saying? Because I think, again, like, even though the stats may say I'll live longer or whatever, you know, like, I think the reality is men aren't getting married to live longer, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> um, men are getting married because we want to find some sense of happiness, or I'm sorry, men are, are, are with a woman because they want to find some sense of happiness, whether that be physical or emotional or through, like, whatever means. And I think if I feel that with marriage is going to come um, just responsibility and burden, and I don't feel that I'm at a state to be able to um, to withstand that burden and to provide for my family in the way that I would like to, I may be a little bit fearful of that, right? Like I think, um, um, I think, and then even outside of that, you have to think about all of like the um, other like nuanced things as well. Like I know, you know, like in the black community, for example, um, and how marriage has played a role and sort of been a um, sort of been disrupted in a way to the idea of like marriage almost not really being um, as common in our community as other communities, you know what I'm saying? So I think there's so many different factors, but at the same time, I would say, I think it has a lot to do with the idea of, you know, what do I get out of marriage that's gonna benefit me as a man that I actually value, right? Like, I mean, I value that I'm gonna live longer. I mean, I value that I'm gonna be, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm already getting a particular thing that I value, then I think that to me is a, you know, it sounds like a better deal. Again, that's not me. I'm, I'm, I'm just assuming this is sort of what the general thought process is when it comes to men. Because I think one thing that women don't understand when it comes to men is one of the biggest, biggest burdens of, of men is like, there, like, there's no safety net for me, like, at all. Like, I have to get things working. I have to, like, get my stuff together. You know what I'm saying? I have to be able to be in a position to be financially stable, where I think it is more traditionally acceptable for a woman to not have to think about those things in the same vein. And so, therefore, when her thoughts are toward, you know, are towards, okay, a spouse or children or whatnot, that man is still thinking, I don't have a safety net. I am the safety net for, you know, this woman and this kid. You know what I'm saying? So, for that to be the case, I have to get my stuff together before I, I feel I'm even ready to think about the idea of marriage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's sort, of my, that's sort of my thought process behind it. But So, do you want to get married? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I mentioned on the um, on the part one of this is I do want to get married, and I think I mentioned that one of my fears is getting you know divorced in marriage. Um, but I think I would also say that I tend to sometimes um, again get very like filled with almost like anxiety about the idea of what comes with that, the pressure that comes with like being the one that like 
the family relies on like to to you know that pressure of like of of me being the safety net for the family you know what i'm saying i think whether in reality or not i think that is such like a ingrained mindset when it comes to men that you are the man of the house you do this at the house you know it's your responsibility to take care of the family i think that is so ingrained in us that if we don't feel that we're ready to actually do that there's no way we're going to go forward to that if that makes sense Okay, so I understand why, I guess, men don't want to get married. So why do yeah. you want to get married? <laughs> I want to get married because um, I agree that there are a lot of, like, benefits to marriage. Um, uh, I don't want to get too personal, but I, I, I think for me, I agree that um, that the union between, between a woman and a man, I think, is very... Um, special and I think it's something that like you know not to be too cheesy but it you know it has the potential to be very like sacred almost you know I think about um you know just because I'm a very like religious person I think about even like the story of like Adam and Eve for example I think you know there is a reason for man and woman being put on this earth to sort of be with each other to love each other to explore to find out who they are um, with each other as well. I think that is something that is um, part of the joys of, of being married and to also to tie yourself to a person for such a long extended period of time to be able to raise a family. I want all that, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I want the house, the fence, the dog, everything, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I think too, coming from a family that 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 has a, a mother and father who are married, I've been able to see the benefits of marriage, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so I look forward to that. But that does not come without saying that I am very much um, afraid, not afraid, I'm, I'm very much um, cautious of, again, just what comes with that responsibility. Because again, I've even seen my father, for example, just take on the huge, not burden, but the huge responsibility of having to provide for a family and not necessarily, um, uh, like, you, like you don't get a day off, you know what I'm saying? It's just that is you, like the family is you, that's on your shoulders. So um, I, I want it, I desire it because of what I've seen. I think it has a lot of joys and benefits, but at the same time, I'm not oblivious to the responsibility of it. Mm. You know? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. But you don't, uh, feel... do you not agree or you just don't sit, or like the idea doesn't really sit with you? I understand, mm-hmm. but I can also understand and still disagree. I see. I see. Um, just because, like, I understand a, a man's point of view in mm-hmm. um, not wanting that responsibility. I can understand uh, a man's point of view in saying that I have everything else. Now, at this point, it's just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I guess for myself, um, and I do want to get married, mm-hmm. I think there is a certain level of respect that you get being a married couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to use the same analogy that uh, the sexologist that I follow, Shan Boudram, used, um, <laughs> where basically she says that... Um, I guess for men to understand where women are coming from, um, Mm -hmm. because even as a woman, I could argue 
to not get married as well because maybe mm-hmm. I don't want to be tied to you. Maybe I'm not sure mm-hmm. about you um, as a partner. And if I say yes to a proposal, then I am I subjecting myself to live with this uncertainty um, and those kinds of things. Or um, maybe I am getting all of the quote-unquote things or whatever that I want out of this relationship. And if I do decide that I don't want to be here, now it's easy Mm -hmm. for me to leave Um, Mm -hmm. because there is not the paperwork. There isn't the lawyers. There isn't all that extra stuff. But one, I want to be married because I want it to be hard for you to leave me. I want you to think (laughs) about leaving me. I want it to be such an ordeal for you to leave me that you are so 110% sure that this is not what you want before you decide to leave me. Instead of you just wake up one morning and you're like, uh... Wait, I'm so, not feeling this. Wait, so that's part of the reason why you want to be married? That is a piece of it. Yeah. Because see, I feel like, I feel like, let me explain. I feel mm-hmm. like people get into marriages nowadays and it's just like super boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And I'm that for me is not what a marriage is. And I also believe that marriage is, is what you make it. Like, if yeah. you want it to be a super boyfriend and girlfriend, then that's your marriage, that's your business. Mm-hmm. But for me, I am not looking for a super boyfriend. I am looking for a husband. I am looking for a partner to create a life with. If but I'm getting you, married... But, yeah. okay, but... Sorry to cut you off, but, like... But when you... Just like just like how you gave advice to, to the young people to you know, um, write down sort of what you want in your, like, boyfriend or, like, your spouse, whatever. If you were to write down, like, all the things you want in your husband, right? And, and again, not just all the good stuff, but, like, all the stuff you, you know, even want him to do in terms of responsibility. If you wrote all that stuff down, let's say the list has, like, 50 things, let's say. <laughs> and then you give that to your man and you say, hey, can you fulfill all these things? I think that is sort of what I'm talking about. It's, like, is that women and not just women but i think just society itself has a list that a husband has to be one through 50. now if you give this to the majority of men that are out there that are not married already they're all going to say dang that's a lot of responsibility and now on top of that you know factor in the fact that a lot of these women that have this like demand or sort of these things that they want in their husband haven't have also like they're not emotionally perfect beings so they also have childhood trauma they also have some issues they also have not done the work to figure out what makes them you know like what makes them happy so therefore on top of that i gotta deal with your demands and i gotta deal with you trying to figure out who you are and you're gonna put all that insecurity on me and now i'm here like dang how did i get in this mess of marriage you know what i'm saying like i think i think that's how sort of the idea of like even resentment kind of builds up and i think society has put men in a position to almost resent marriage um in that in that same way so i think again it's, it's more about the idea of can i live up to that list that you want for the husband to be you know i think that's something that you know when you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend that is mm-hmm. something that needs to be talked about because of course, yeah. if if like you say your fear is Expectation. I feel like for me, I'm I'm very clear about like the things that I want, what I'm willing to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much okay with having, you know, conversations that aren't easy. Like, 
do mm-hmm. you want to have kids? And like mm-hmm. seriously, am I okay with if you say no? Am I okay yeah. with if you want 50 kids? Mm-hmm. Like those are conversations you should be having. And when I say I want marriage, I don't mm-hmm. mean that I want after a year or after this many years we've been together for this long we should get married Mm -hmm. i mean like i really feel like i know you and if you also really feel like you know me i feel like what what is really stopping us here because if i have an expectation of you you already know that expectation and that expectation for me at least is not going to change um but I also have the benefit, uh, I guess, for a man in the sense that I have not seen a marriage in my home. Mm-hmm. So my idea of what a healthy relationship or a healthy marriage is, is I don't want to say completely, but I feel like it is more my own. I am not trying to emulate any relationship that I've seen. I'm not trying to emulate the relationship between you know, my mom and dad, where dad would bring home flowers for mom every Wednesday, and they would go on a date so-and-so days of, mm-hmm. out of the week, and dad provided everything, and mom stayed at home with the kids, and mm-hmm. I don't have an expectation to be like, yeah, you have to yeah, live but, up to my father. Yeah, but I think, see, I would disagree with that. I, I, I think that, I think, like, even the fact that you want it shows that there's something about it that you are familiar with in some way shape or form it could be from media from whatever but there's something about it that you know that okay that is something to be desired and so i want whatever that's what i want but a man can respect you again so again like i guess it depends on how we're defining marriage but but in today's context of marriage a man can respect (laughs) you and not marry you you know like i i think that is sort of where again i i i want to get married i think that union is beautiful and i think i think in order to be a a man you could be a good man by yourself but to be a great man like taking on that responsibility to have a family a wife and children that is sort of in my eyes that's the ultimate measure of a man but at the same time, just to come to men's defense, I think still there's something about marriage, whether you had a perfect, um, uh, um, you know, what's it called? Husband-wife dynamic in your household is almost not even the question. It's more so about regardless of that, you still have an idea of what a husband is. You still have an idea in your mind that marriage is something to be acquired and something to be and you know you know to be like driven to based upon some sort of like idea of that in your mind and if i feel like i can't live up to whatever idea it is in your mind i'm not gonna opt into it especially if i feel like what we have now is already benefiting me if that makes sense you know and again it even gets deeper too as well because just like we spoke about last time people are constantly recreating their childhood over and over and over you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like i think it even gets more complex too that maybe the fact that like you know um if you're with someone that also didn't have a marriage in their household maybe they don't see the benefit in it because i turned out okay or maybe they did have uh, you know um a great marriage in their household and maybe you are the one that subconsciously is recreating what you went through. You know what I'm saying? So again, it, it can get so 
convoluted <laughs> when we think about all the different factors. Um, but yeah, so. Anyways, let me get back to what I was saying about why I want to get married. Anyways, there ahead, is back to the the analogy mm-hmm. is um, so yes. Yeah, so one, I want to make it hard for you to get up and leave. We we have children together. We mm-hmm. have created a life together. I I also believe marriage is a very sacred thing. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. jump into any kind of marriage anytime soon. But if I do get married which I would like to, Mm -hmm. for me, divorce is not a thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we're deciding to do this, like, I want it to be as difficult as possible for after we've created this life together for you to be like, yeah, uh, not really feeling this, bye. Mm -hmm. Um, So that that is a a piece of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But also, I feel like just as men want to call, you know, marriage just a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff is like a woman wants respect and I don't really want to speak on behalf of all women but I I agree with the analogy of a woman wants respect so if a man is say you're driving up to a party in your Honda Civic the car gets you where you want to go right and it gets you to the party and you know it's it's not a big deal you got you have a car which is great But there is a different feeling. There is a different amount of respect that people are going to have for you. There is a different feeling that you are going to have about yourself if you are coming up in a Lamborghini or a Benz (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's true. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Mm-hmm. As a man, you are going to feel much better about driving up in a, a Ben or a Benz or a Lamborghini than in mm-hmm. your Honda Civic. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Okay. You're so right, you're right. as a woman, if mm-hmm. we're at a, a gathering or a, a, you know whatever it is where we're mm-hmm. around people and you come up and introduce me as this is my girlfriend mm-hmm. everybody's like oh that's cool okay mm-hmm. so, you, so you're with somebody that's great anyways this girl could be gone in like the next week so like who right. really cares mm-hmm. but if I am coming up and you're like hello everybody this is my wife Mm-hmm. This is the person that I have chosen to build a life with. This mm-hmm. is the person that I have consciously decided to be like, I want to be with you forever. This mm-hmm. is the person the, who I have decided that, you know, through thick and thin, through sickness and health and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is the person that I want to do life with. Yeah. And there is a certain amount of respect that comes with being able to call somebody your husband or call yeah. somebody your wife. I don't want to go around for my whole life and be a 40-year-old woman being like, this is my boyfriend, because it almost seems childish in a way. Mm-hmm. No, uh, look, I I am not... Um I want marriage. Again, I'm just trying to <laughs> tap into the you know, like the male brain. Like again, I think marriage is beautiful. I want it for myself. Um, and but again, even me who wants it, I think still understanding the fact that even I still have um, a fear of it in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's a very common fear when I talk to some of the guys in my friend group. And I think um, I think it is something that I think women should be aware of that a man like a 
a man could want his his with his whole body and soul to be with you and to marry you, but if he does not feel that he is financially and um, even emotionally prepared to take on that role, he's not going to do it. Just because, again, a man feels his identity is tied so much to providing, protecting, providing, protecting. If I can't do it, I can't commit to it, you know? Um, so I think, again, that's just a bit about, you know, the male, how weird the male mind is, but it's it's a factor nonetheless. And I understand that. And I'm not even saying that I am not also afraid of marriage because yeah. I am well aware that <laughs> yeah. when I get married to somebody, because I don't want divorce, even if this person is like driving me up the wall, like I said, yeah. I was going to be with you and now we got to mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. So feel you. I'm not even saying that like I am not afraid to get married. Yeah. But also, we not about to be boyfriend and girlfriend for 40 years. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I get you. I get you, fam. I get you. I get you. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. Got to rile up. Anyways, I'm getting a little heated. All right. It's a little hot. A little hot in the studio. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, go ahead, I feel like there is still so much, you know, more that we can dissect into this this topic and this, yeah. you know, conversation. Uh, but we're reaching our hour mark, guys. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap it up. Before we do, wait, okay, but before uh-huh. we do, can I actually just ask you, you know, like again, just if a young person were to come to you and they say, "Look, I'm, you know, in my um, early twenties, or or I'm like eighteen, whatever, like nineteen, I'm trying to get into this." dating scene what are you know a couple things you would say do this and you'll be good i would say to again figure out what you like and what you don't like and Mm -hmm. i would say even for myself when i took that those two years to to myself and then finally Mm -hmm. went back out i didn't like necessarily sit and write down about I want this in a man and this and he can't mm-hmm. do this and I don't like when he does this and mm-hmm. da 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 da. Um it was just more of me like making mental notes of things that I liked in people. Like I I want to be with a kind person. Mm-hmm. I want to be with somebody that doesn't look at the world uh selfishly, you know, and those kinds of things were important to me. Mm-hmm. And even as I was dating, you know, I would add and take away certain things from the list and i'd be like Mm -hmm. yeah uh i went on i was like the queen of first dates Mm -hmm. i would go on so many first dates and just like meet people and talk to people yeah and i would be like go on a date with somebody and i'd be like yeah i really did not like that how he needed to be the center of of attention Mm -hmm. the whole time at the bar maybe this is i don't want somebody that wants to be the center of attention that is on (laughs) the con list um and then figuring out yourself like i do believe in you know taking yourself out on dates i think you should um i personally have a lot of social anxiety and i am very much an introvert um so i may not do the whole let me go to a coffee shop by myself or take myself out to lunch per se but maybe i just want to go shopping by myself and pick out things that i like and not Mm -hmm. something that i'm saying i'm liking because the person i'm with also likes that thing Mm -hmm. um or maybe just taking some time to do some self-care and take a really long shower and exfoliate and all all the stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, just like spending time with myself that's also when 
Um, I really started getting into like love languages um, and practicing love languages on myself. Like one of my love languages is physical touch. So I would take really long showers and like enjoy myself. Um, Or one of my love languages was quality time. So I would like sit and write to myself and just make sure I carved out time in the day, even if it was just an hour after I put like my son to bed and whatever, but just Mm -hmm. to be by myself and enjoy my own company. Um, So I think doing things like that is really important to do, especially when you're young and you could be so easily influenced by a partner or by the world or whatever. Um, Anything to add, Jeffrey? Um, No, I mean, I think my list is pretty similar. I think, again, trying to figure out who you are as a person. Um, Again, and not that you're going to have it all figured out, but I think Mm -hmm. you'll find that just by taking that time to sort of figure out who you are, what you like. Um, Again, as you're saying, in all different ways, like in terms of, you know, what you like in terms of um, in a partner, what you like in yourself, you know, how your body functions, what you like to learn about, what you like to do to make you happy, like all those things to figure out so that you're not depending on someone else to um, be that answer for you, not only for you, but also for them as well. Um, I would say two, um, just uh, getting into into relationships with um, the idea in mind that you are um, dating and that you are being with someone on terms that feels comfortable for, for both of you. Um, and that when you do get to a point of being more serious about it, as you were saying, have those discussions about what does the future look like? Like, is marriage in the cards? And if so, what does that look like? You know, it's just so you don't run into um, different issues much later on where you can't, um, where it's not so easy to necessarily say um, that you're going to leave, you know what I'm saying? Because you're in love already, you know? So I think mm-hmm. just having those discussions early on rather than later is super important knowing who you are taking the time to figure out who you are is super important and then besides that you just got to be willing to put in the work once you actually do get into a relationship um a relationship is only what you make it so if you put in the work to make it work i feel like it has the potential it's more likely to work so um that's what i would say i agree yeah yes 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 that's some good advice (laughs) <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> Bro, you know, it's so funny, though. Like, I feel like there's still so much we could talk about. Like, there's still so many topics I feel like could come out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's also ironic, too, that that um, the Drake album dropped, like, not too long ago, which is also we thought was going to be a very, like, romantic, lovey album. <laughs> Huge disappointment. Huge disappointment. Yeah, yo, look, look, look. I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest, biggest Drake fan. And uh, I will also say, too, that I, I think I expected a much more um, R&B album. For I sure, wanted you know? a full R&B album. You know what song <laughs> is, is actually my favorite song yeah. right now is, um, oh, my gosh, Get Along Better. I love that song. But <laughs> That's that, a fire song. It is funny because I was telling my little brother, I was like, yeah. I feel like all of Drake's best songs are mm-hmm. the songs that like make you feel heartbroken. Bro, like, but on all of exactly, his albums, those are yeah. always the best songs. Bro, that's like exactly, Marvin's Room, Teenage yeah, Fever, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's Bro, all the songs that make what's you that hurt. Joint, what's that joint that was on um, on Scorpion? It comes right after the song about his mom. Um, I love that record. What is it called? Oh, man, I forget what it's called. Anyway, yes, <laughs> okay, sorry, but um, I guess 
I guess I'll say it's a it's good music. Like I think if anyone else put that out, I would say that's great music. But mm-hmm. I think again, it wasn't what I expected, and I think it too, it's like I kind of felt like um, these were a lot of old records, like stuff that he had already done like years ago or like even months ago, because they kind of mm-hmm. sound some of them like some other records that he he's done before. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I guess I'm um thinking and I'm hoping oh maybe goodness. he has like a he has a whole bunch of R&B um, songs like in the talk that he's about to drop in 2022 maybe I don't know <laughs> I hope so I feel like well, the cover art that. was and the title was just very misleading yeah. and I was like I was ready for the full on R&B album and then I didn't yeah. get that and then there's also like certain songs where like I would have changed the feature um, oh, I feel you. Like, I forget what the other song Future is on. Not Way Too Sexy. But the other song, I mm-hmm. feel like that song, Travis Scott would have done better on that song than the one he mm. was actually on. I feel you. I have so many critiques about that album. <laughs> Another I still episode, listen I to guess. it. But yeah, I have a lot of critiques. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I still love you, Drake, bro. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. Drop the R&B album. Too. Yeah, drop it, bro. Pure <laughs> R&B. I'm down with that, fam. I'm down with that. We like love. We like love. We love love. Love love. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the conversation. Um, don't forget to hit us up on Instagram. I am at and Crystal Porter. Jeffrey. I'm at Jeff Blair. Um, and let us know what you thought. Let us know your thoughts, your input. Do you want to get married? Do you feel like marriage is necessary anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, let us know all of those things. And we will see you guys back here. So you're cooling in the West End. Now wish you want into no West End. My best friend, yeah. You could be my lover, girl, and you could be my best friend. Uh, oh yeah. No matter the distance, I will travel from London to Rome to have you in my presence. <laughs> so you ain't got a worry, girl, 'cause I'll stay consistent. As long as you promise to grace me daily.